Hi everyone, this is going up very late and I'm sorry about that, but a few things got in the way. This is the second half of my conversation with Alex from the last episode. We talk a lot about video games in this one. I hope you enjoy it. Let's see. Oh, speaking, we were talking about home automation and blinking lights uh-huh. and stuff. I got a new computer case. And I yes. have I have never done I am way into video games and PC games in particular, but I have never been a case modder. I have never been, you know, one of these extreme gamer people with LED lights and water cooling and stuff all in their case. Uh, mm-hmm. But I am, I bought a case specifically because I want to do water cooling. Uh, so, I will be doing water cooling and I was thinking out like... Oh, so, you bought a this. Yeti You bought a Yeti case for your computer? <laughs> no, I, I bought a, a Cougar case for my computer. Uh, it's called the Cougar Panzer. It's very good. It has a lot of space for attaching radiators and stuff. Uh, my old case was getting way, way, way too hot. It was getting like 90 degrees Celsius. That's crazy. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I had five fans in it, it was tiny. So I upgraded to this one, and I was thinking, oh, I guess I'm in, if I, it has glass panels on the side too. So I was like, well, since I want to do water cooling, I want to be able to see the water cooling, so I can like look at the levels and stuff without taking the case off. So I got the glass, and I was like, oh, I guess I can put lights and stuff in it now. But uh, I installed a graphics card, uh, a 1080 Ti. It's very good. Mm-hmm. And nice. the graphics card has the logo lit up with green. And right now, that's the only thing that's lit inside the entire case. And the glass on the outside is really dark. It's tempered glass, and it has a, a really dark tint to it. So, it almost looks like I have this hollow... Because you can't see anything else except this one logo that's lit up. And it looks <laughs> like I have this holographic logo, like, floating in the middle of my case. And I think I'm just going to leave it that way, because that looks rad. Dude, that sounds awesome. Uh there was it uh it makes me think so how does a water cooling system work it's pretty simple it works the exact same way that it works in your car so you have a i'll give you the basics so you have what is you have a heat sink what yes. you would normally call a water block So, the water block sits on the CPU where your fan would be. So, normally you have this big giant fan taking up a bunch of space, but now you just have this tiny water block that sits on the CPU, and it's got an in port and an out port. So, you will have the CPU and then an out port to a radiator. And by radiator, I mean radiator, just like the radiator that would be in your car, except that is hooked up to your computer somewhere you know in the case outside the case whatever people have (laughs) giant radiators outside the car uh, outside the computer that they do i'm not doing any of that and there are fans on the radiator just like there are fans on the radiator in your car that move air through the radiator and take the heat out of the water and then from the radiator it will go to a pump and then a pump back to the water block so that's it's like a three-piece system pump water block radiator pump it, you know, when I think about, and I, it's, I really don't know anything about uh, those components. That sounds, that sounds awesome uh, as far as you know, cooling stuff down. But is there like a risk of like catastrophic 
stuff happening because water coming out of some little weakest link part of the the unit and causing some sort of uh you know short circuit yes well maybe you should get like they have these really small water sensors that are wireless and work on z-wave and you could have it if it got (laughs) water on it it would just cut the power to your uh to your whole system immediately I because could. I would have to have a lot of those sensors, though. I would have to have it, a sensor it, for every for every port. Yeah, for every little like facet. And on the system that, I just <laughs> described is six in total. Uh, yeah, that'd be like one hundred and eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's crazy, though. What about you know when you hear about uh, people that have? Dear God, I'm thinking of. What is the nitric or uh, the the cooling systems that run off of uh, oh, yeah. liquid some nitrogen? Have some really wild stuff. Like I heard about cooling systems that worked on liquid nitrogen, but I thought that sounds way too cold. And can't, how can't get do you manage cold. that? Can't get too cold. I mean, like, it, but I just would think like if you had plastic components or or something like inside of there, it 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 possibly could but if i mean possibly i guess if you're setting up a system like that you you know the tolerances though yeah one of the craziest ones i've seen is someone bought an aquarium and filled it up with mineral oil which is non-conductive and just dropped (laughs) the whole you don't need fans or anything because the whole case is a heat sink so dunked the entire computer in a a, a big aquarium full of mineral oil and like stuck a castle in there and stuff, you know, like made it look like an aquarium. And uh, it wasn't in a case. It was just an open computer that was running inside of this aquarium. And that's that insane. It kept it super cool. So, you know, that's how electrical you... transformers work. They're just big pots of mineral oil that have electrical stuff in them. So... <clears throat> I guess he would probably be running like a a water filter like for fish on it. <laughs> yeah, he, he must have had something like that. So One it thing didn't I will just say, though, start growing mold. <laughs> so I thought about that for a couple seconds and I was like, oh, well, I could just run mineral oil in my water cooling system. But then I was like, you know what? That I would almost rather like replace a $200 component that broke because of water than I would clean up a mineral oil spill. You know, like I don't, I don't want to clean up a mineral oil spill, so I would rather just replace my motherboard. That is, you always need new <laughs> stuff anyway, right? Yo, you're always needing to upgrade. What, like, what's the latest thing that you've gotten in terms of uh, VR? Like, you know, Probably. because it's been. A little over a year since I got to experience what you had at the time. Yeah. So, uh, the most important thing I've gotten recently, which is this new graphics card, because it is the best card you can get for VI, VR. Uh, nice. So, I'm really happy about that. I have That's bought amazing. a few things recently. What I'm really looking forward to is uh, Bethesda is, coming, is just releasing Fallout 4 in VR, like the entire game. That is insane. It so is it's insane. really going to be coming out. 
Yeah, and I I knew it was gonna be it was gonna be coming out, but I thought it was like some you know DLC or smaller experience type thing. But it is just the whole game, and it's gonna be out in like two months. And they're doing a, a Doom VR thing that is not the actual Doom game, but it's its own thing. Uh, yeah, I saw really something cool. about the Doom one. I and that that was that was uh, that seems pretty awesome. So the coolest stuff I've gotten probably since you played it uh, is I got a game called Home Improvisation, which is pretty cool. It is and so it's you're just in the Tim VR Allen. Uh, Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, it's a Tim <laughs> Allen simulator. You have to grunt to turn it on. <laughs> You have three <laughs> shitty kids. Oh my god! Yeah, and they all have bowl cuts, and they wear horizontal striped shirts every day. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> you play as Al. Actually. Yeah, that's the twist. <laughs> you don't find out until the very end. You see yourself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> you look and see that beautiful beard. <laughs> And you've been like laying with Tim the whole time and like having all sorts of I would be Richard Karn. I would play a Richard Karn simulator. Oh, it'd be like that Prodigy video. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that would be amazing. And then you could like talk over. You just have to deal with your terrible boss breaking stuff all the time. (laughs) Um, Well, what about – so so – you yeah, have so what it is home is impro- home, home improvisation. improvisation. Okay. And it is basically uh, constructing IKEA furniture, but your perspective is you are outside, you are like have a God perspective, a, a bird's eye perspective of the house, and you can see inside. And you're trying to fit, fit these complicated pieces of furniture together with terrible instructions. Or basically no instructions. You just have a bunch of pieces and you have to uh, stick them all together until it looks like a piece of furniture. Uh, and <laughs> it's a lot more fun than it so sounds. So it, it is an Ikea simulator. It is an Ikea simulator, but I also have the actual literal branded Ikea VR experience. <laughs> and I want to bring that up because it's re- it's actually really good. Like, that as someone who is awesome. thinking about the stuff in their house, like, it has this virtual house you can go through and, like, pick stuff out of the Ikea catalog and stick it in the house and, like, see what it looks like and walk around it and stuff like that. I would tell I – I could, I could be, like, It's so rad. You can change the invest. floors. You can put carpets down. You can change, like, the wood material of the floor. That's a, that sounds so awesome. Let me tell you. That would make, the that kitchen, would make Alex, Tiffany want one. The kitchen is buck wild in that game. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it the visually the the games it's like um, those unreal 4 demos you were talking about that's it's all so like, crazy uh hard surface it looks really good because all that stuff is super easy to render yeah and it's all like all those textures are mapped and wrapped really cleanly around those, those square objects and everything yeah. that's really cool and you can um, just—it makes me want to buy everything in IKEA. <laughs> I think this is what it's going to look like in my house, and I get it there, and my house is all crappy. What about uh, what about um, games like game games? 
what I really want to lean into, I think I sent you a link to something I'm really excited about, which is uh, like Dino Frontier, yes. which looks like a Sim City type like uh, settlement planning game set in the Wild West, except there's dinosaurs for no reason. That's the kind of like I want to get into really wild stuff that doesn't make sense to play. Like, you know, if I want to play Wolfenstein, yeah, I, I want to play that like I can play that normally. I don't need VR for that. But for you're right. Stuff oh like, man, what about what about black and white? On, yeah, in that's, VR? that's the thing. Stuff like that, like stuff with crazy perspectives, and and you could like go down and pick up a little villager, exactly. and zoom in and then throw them or something. That would be so good in VR. Well, have I got a game for you, Alex? It's called uh-huh. Giant Cop. <laughs> <laughs> you play that sounds a, awesome you play as a as a like 20 story tall police officer and you get orders called in they're like hey there's this guy robbed a bank he escaped in this car you have to go you have to go nab him and it's like you're walking through this giant city looking for this specific car and then you just pick it up and like there's like a giant basketball goal type thing that is the jail and you're just like tossing <laughs> tossing people into jail and there's oh my there gosh, a party with some awesome. drug users, Alex. There were some drug users users at this party. They were on the uh, what was it called? The Savage Cabbage. <laughs> so you had to like lean down on your hands and knees and like look at this group of forty five people and figure out like looking look, into their window. Yeah, you're looking into windows and stuff and looking for who is holding a head of cabbage. And you That's find the people that are holding cabbage and like the, them and throw them. That one's really the, rad. The Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. <laughs> so that one's good. Um, I have been playing a game called Arizona Sunshine, which uh, I'm really happy about because it is like an actual point-to-point A to B, follow this story type game. Uh, it is yeah. a a zombie type game. And you are shooting zombies with two guns. But the thing is, is like the... It has good writing, a pretty good story, and uh, it really showcases one of the things I really like about all video games, not just VR video games, which is the yeah. ability to explore from place. Like, I really like exploration in games. Uh-huh. So, it is really good about you feel like you are exploring a space in virtual reality. Um Whereas a lot of the shoot stuff games are just here, stand in place, and we're going to throw stuff at you and you shoot it. Which is lame. It's it's it just is. It's cool for yeah. about three minutes, uh, and then you get tired of it. Most of these like target shooting type games, you know. Yes, but uh, um, Arizona Sunshine because you are there's a sense of movement. You are going from place to place in exploration. It is really good. I'm watching video of uh, and, Giant and Cop right now. Giant Cop is great. It looks so cool. <clears throat> This looks um, very cool. So, like, uh, and adrift. I mean, I've been playing too. Adrift is a uh, is also like a story play, a, a story based game. But you're I exploring think I saw a broken. That. It's very inspired by Gravity. You're like exploring a broken space station, but it is like a full Ooh. game. Yeah. Well, you know, I it, and it, the it's the only VR game I've ever played that's like you know, I could see this making me throw up. I haven't even gotten close, but there there are moments where I'm like, 
uh, this could really happen if it catches me on a bad day. <laughs> Just, just from like the the, the anti gravity like loss of perspective type. Oh, I bet that is odd. Oh my gosh, that is very strange. Uh, <clears throat> so any kind of side to side movement in virtual reality is pretty bad to begin with for most people. I, I don't have a problem with it, but like turning your head movement is totally okay. But translational, like yeah, tra- move, movement body is, movement, strafing, yes, yes, yes. Bad. Yeah, I, I can see why that because that 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 changes your whole uh, yeah that that orientation your changes ears. your that's so yeah that's true and that that's why yeah you you don't really get that effect from the gear VR or anything like that because you're not right you can't stoop you can't uh, yeah the the difference I mean, in that one is like you can in real life move your head to the side and it doesn't do anything. That's kind of offset on that for me. I, I think that is weirder than the other the other way around. <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, I think that it, it it is kind of a weird thing that your uh, I don't know it, it's just VR and trying to figure out what what makes VR experience better. What makes a good VR game? You know, all of these things. Is seeing uh, seeing the a newer medium like actually come to being like where it you know and yeah, all having all these figure people, out the language. Well, and and it's not the 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 big difference to me is that it's not like five companies that are making all the games or something. You know what I mean? It's like you have yeah. all these different concepts from really small groups coming through that exploit some strange aspect of perception or some different mechanic for moving your 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 base of movement around like the beanbag system or using these like haptic sensors or doing all of these different things and just figuring out like uh you know having these sensors uh on your body like i wonder if the haptic feedback would even i mean what is it would it even add anything to the experience you know it and there's all these different questions that people are just finding out and it's all sorts of people because it's my theory so many people have access Haptic feedback, like I've worn one of those dumb vibrating vests before, and it's really dumb. Yeah, and it's totally not <laughs> worth it. Uh, I I did that at a trade show, but uh, I think that having that in VR would actually be huge. Like if I were wearing that vest in virtual reality instead of like staring at a screen, I think that would actually have an in. Like it changes what works and what doesn't work. You know well, what I mean? you know, yeah, I do. I I, I, I do think I know. Um, and I think that, you know, it makes me think about like these power gloves that you could have where it would just have all of these little haptic vibrating mini uh, 
I don't know what you call those things, actuators or whatever, like all over the palm of your hand and your fingertips. And the resolution of these games as far as the detail in which you can interact with them will get to the point where you could possibly have some sort of meaningful feeling of of uh, of grabbing something where it doesn't actually feel like reality, but it gives you this feedback to where you have substance in your interaction with the virtual world, uh, just enough to where it maybe lets you interface with it a little more fluidly or something. So it, it, I think that we'll find that you know, yeah, there's all there are going to be these ways. There are going to be these ways that we interact where it's like. Well, no, this isn't completely lifelike, but it is a really efficient way to – and your brain responds to it well. And right. Kind of like it, the way it, it, it took – it took about six months for people to really figure out movement in virtual reality because, uh-huh. you know, if you're in a situation where you can stand up and walk around and it moves you inside the game – then it becomes like, well, so I can only move within this three-foot uh, space, but that's no good. Like, how do I move from place to place? And it took about six months for everybody to kind of mutually agree that hitting some sort of button or using some sort of analog controller or movement stick or something to move you from place to place is kind of lame. Yeah. Necessary in some circumstances, but not the best. But teleport like and it's also induces that kind of like, oh, there's translational (laughs) movement that I'm not doing. That makes me a little sick. Like it's way more likely to affect that. But teleporting your brain immediately (laughs) understands even even if you've never for some reason like that is way weirder than actually using a controller to move yourself from place to place. But your brain totally gets it like inexperienced vr people they just jump in and start teleporting from place to place it doesn't make them sick i I think totally click it just clicks yeah i think that it i think it has to do with our brain's ability to kind of predict things and so like you just imagine i mean it's like jumping without imagine what that spot is going to look like before you teleport there and so So it it doesn't throw you off yeah, and and, we, and it in does one it in a way that played where you would you were teleporting to move around, and like three or four times it would you would teleport, and it would like teleport you to some demon, demon filled <laughs> hell world, and like oh, oh god, yeah. It, so it's doing it in a way that they've found out to make it to where it's like okay, yeah, this feels like what you thought it was going to do when right. you aimed that little beanbag, whereas the movement and the strafing is giving your brain feedback that it wasn't expecting sometimes. And also Um, the way that everyone has figured out that the beanbag toss method of teleportation is better than the point and click. Like you don't point uh a straight line at where you want to go and click. You have this like arc as if you're throwing something and wherever you land is where you teleport. Like everyone does that. It's that is so strange. It's figuring out that language of for some reason, this is what works with human brains. Yeah, point and click is. I, I think that just has I, with it having gives you that the sensation arc, of like I jumped yeah, to this place. Yeah, it gives you that depth. It gives you that I'm going this much further out. It gives you better perception of of how far out you're going. Um, <clears throat> but you know, you think about the implementation of uh, 
the dual analog sticks in the what uh early 2000s early 2000s and that was uh that was a transition that everybody went through and you know it's not that it made everything natural it just made interfacing with the better 3d environments a little bit quicker and faster and it was just a better way to do it and so i think that yeah, we're going to keep coming Unless up with ways. Unless you're Nintendo. That... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I want to tell just... you about a game. Tell me. That Kyle Mathis and I have been playing almost every night for like a month. <laughs> um, and it's called Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. Player but Unknowns a... Battlegrounds. Player Unknowns Battlegrounds. But that's a terrible name. So from here on out, I'm just going to call it Battlegrounds. Nice. And do you know what it is, Alex? It is Battle Royale. What? It is Battle Royale. It is not officially licensed with the IP or anything, but the rules of Battlegrounds are the exact same as Battle Royale. More or less. So what happens is... Every yes. game has a hundred people in it. It's a multiplayer only game. Is it is is the uh, is the arena always a certain way, or is it procedurally generated landscape? The, the or arena anything? is right now always the same map, and it is gigantic. It's like seven. It's an island that is like seven square kilometers, and it has mountains and valleys <laughs> and rivers and all that. Kind oh, of stuff. so you can go way out and oh, people way, can go way and hide and oh my so god! So here's how every game starts. Well, there's like a little play area where everyone can jump in and screw around for a minute while it loads. But every game is you start off in a C-130 airplane and you're in, you can go into first, it's mainly a third person game, but you can switch between third and first. So you can go into first person while this plane is there. You can be in third person and look at all the island below you outside, or you can go into first person and see like a hundred people inside the plane (laughs) all lined up. And what made me think of this is we were talking about voice chat. And if you don't turn off the voice chat, man, that is a rough plane ride. (laughs) And it is so loud. (laughs) It's it's extremely loud and it's filled with just people like someone will pick one terrible word and repeat it over and over. Just bam, 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 bam. No, you know, oh, wait, wait, wait. So you, let me, this is a perfect opportunity for me to reminisce. It is the worst of the worst. This, this is. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> we over romanticized the future so much when PlayStation so much. 2 was about to come out. When PlayStation 2 was, was, was coming out and. And and the online functionality was being was being romanticized in the future of, of mm-hmm. online gaming. Yeah, and we would talk about and I, I was took thinking that about this. I was thinking about this just the other day, uh, like a, a week ago, and we were saying, you know, you could be have your own face mapped onto your character who's playing on this football team at, to a stadium. Yeah, and you can be a spectator in the stadium. And you can be the spectator, and you are sitting there with everyone around you, and you uh, you look out into the audience, and you into the general direction of your sweetheart, and you blow her a kiss, and then you hike the ball, and blah blah blah, and it's like 
Nope, it's just a bunch of people on an airplane. It's just thirteen-year-olds. Chode, Chode, yelling. <laughs> Chode, 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 like it's some sort of sports chant. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people who are like crammed in there together, just trying to be as awful as they can as be, as awful as they can, the until time. everyone jumps out of the plane. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Although, has, it advanced, has it advanced way past where I thought it would in the given amount so of time? Far. Sure it so has. Far. Sure. Oh my god, it's crazy. But it's not it's not this thing where you're like, let me buy a ticket to this electronic football game and go sit in the virtual stands. No, it's yeah. like we're all screaming at each other on an airplane on a way on our way to an island so we can try to kill every other person on that aisle <laughs> and we're all on fire because they're a bug because there's a bug <laughs> and the game thinks <laughs> the games thinks everyone's on fire so uh <laughs> that's the, uh, awesome uh yeah i wish i could like quantum leap back into your body when i when we were talking about that and just grab myself by the shoulders and be like no don't do it get out of video games <laughs> just get out they're not good anymore Oh my god! <clears throat> it's like after you after you beat the first perfect dark, just like f- your future self comes back, and it's like okay, stop, stop video games now. Right. <clears throat> this is it. After It'll you... never get better. <laughs> so, after you. Um, <laughs> although on the subject of the virtual spectators, there is a very popular esports game called Dota Two. And yes. there is a virtual reality client for that, that when they have the big championships every year, I use, and it is totally that. Like, Dota 2 is kind of like a real-time strategy game with a map and people moving their stuff yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I remember uh, when yeah. we first had our talk about it, whenever those kids had, had really rolled uh, through that tournament and uh, yeah. cleaned up. Yeah. So yeah, the the virtual reality client for that is you are just a floating head above that table watching them move their stuff around. It's really cool. But anyway, Wait, my 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 question though, and back I was to thinking the about plane, this. right? <laughs> <laughs> really quick. Okay. Uh, the uh, a virtual uh, spectating um, experience. It's not going to be like sitting in a bleacher you you like yeah. you know, like you were saying you're a floating head you're, you're not yeah, interacting you're a floating with head anything. and actually the game is taking place zoom on in however you want or something you are in like this this themed room in like this fantasy room or whatever and the mm-hmm. game is taking place on a table in front of you but you can also like look up and look at the stats for like on the wall there oh are projections my gosh. of like yes. every character That's and their stats awesome. for the game and they're like you can flip through menus of like graphs of what their gold worth is throughout the game and all that kind of stuff. like it's really fascinating it's the type of thing where I look That's at it like so holy cool. crap is I it... want that for hockey I want that for hockey right now is you know it I mean? wait 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 like, is it kind of like whenever you walked up I mean, I'm, 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 my mind is going to that, uh, the, the game in the little sampler where you were shooting the bow and arrow at those, uh, yes, at those... it's exactly like that before you, before you start the game and before that, you start exactly. and, and you see it as the table. Yeah. So uh, it, it looks like this tabletop gla- game that imaginary people are playing. Uh, but then you can look up and that's the fascinating thing to me is that I can look up and look around and see the stats on the players displayed all in this virtual space and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and it's really interesting. Like, I really so wish I could watch cool. hockey that way. 
Oh man, that would be awesome. But uh, and I mean, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, that's that's a better way of uh, of going about it. I think. I, I that, that, that's, that's the that's thing I was so... talking about, where it's like some stuff is not better. Like that, playing that actual game would not be better in VR because it just wouldn't be as effective. But that kind of perspective change is what makes VR interesting. Yeah, that game. So like, I couldn't really not... play the game effectively that way, but watching it, it's a much better way to do that. Yeah, exactly. It's like you wouldn't ever play that game first person. You know what I mean? No, no. You're not going to play StarCraft first person. Right. It's just not how it's just not how it's built. It's just it wouldn't be the game. It would just have the name and then everybody would crap on it. So, because it um, wouldn't actually be the game. So that's so you Dota. racist plane ride. Racist and plane you're on ride. Your way. So um, yeah, learned how to turn the chat off real fast. But so you're in this plane full of hundred people, and it's going like let's say from north to south. It's random every time, uh, but it's going from north to south across the island, and everybody is uh, has nothing but clothes on their the clothes on their back, and a lot of people don't have any clothes on their back because that's just video games people want to be naked so there's uh, a nice. hundred naked racists in this plane barreling uh through the air and people just you just choose at what point you want to drop out of the airplane and there's this like little kind of skydiving period where you're trying to get to wherever it is on the map you want to go and then you land with nothing and it's like okay how can how fast can i get weapons body armor and healing and attachments for the guns uh, before, so you have about three minutes of, okay, I've landed. Let me find, I'm okay, I landed in a hospital or whatever. I'm going to run through this hospital finding guns. Maybe I find good guns. Maybe I find terrible guns. Maybe I find a backpack. Maybe I don't. Maybe I find armor. Maybe I don't. And then after about three minutes, it'll pop up a warning and say, uh, play area is being restricted. And at that point, you have to check the map for a white circle. And the white circle on the map is, okay, you have, okay, now that the circle has appeared, you have two minutes before the play area starts restricting. And at that point, a blue circle appears on the map and starts getting smaller and smaller and smaller, wrapping around the white circle. Uh. So there's a period of time where if you are outside of that white circle, you are running trying to reach the white circle before the blue (laughs) circle catches up. Yes. Because the blue circle, once you're outside of the blue circle, it slowly ticks away your health at first. The smaller and smaller the circles get, the faster it'll hurt you. So, in the beginning, you, like, drink an energy drink, which heals you over time, and you're fine. You can make it. It doesn't even hurt you. But then at the end, it's like, you'll pretty much just flat out die if you're not in, if you're not in the circle. So, it's that yeah. pressure of the circle getting smaller and smaller and smaller that, A makes me enjoy the game because each round is only about 30 minutes long because of that. Like, after 30 minutes, the circle's gone, and someone's gonna win. Well, after after long enough, the circle's gonna be small enough to where it's just gonna be exactly. Like, Hulk Hogan on top of a ladder trying to grab the belt, (laughs) and then Randy Savage, Macho Man coming up and knocking him off right like before Hulk he grabs Hogan it. On but a they're ladder still trying to trying to grab a belt, and then a guy in some bushes <laughs> who hasn't uh, who hasn't killed anyone the entire game shoots him in the head and wins. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but uh, the, the 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 look of the game and, and and everything is pretty awesome. What was it called? It's called Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. Okay. And Player Unknown <clears throat> is actually he's like a well known person oh. in the modding community who who like broke out My of phone. modding to create his own uh, to create his own game. Nice. My phone must have been listening to me because I put player in the uh, in in YouTube and it showed up immediately. Oh yeah, of course. It's one of the hugest things in video games right now. It is what <coughs> is in early access, which means the game is not out yet. They are still developing it, but they released it, so it's like you can buy this early version that's super broken, nice, and it is broken. I'm- I'm not kidding about the bugs. <laughs> like you get big time glitches. Yeah, like you can't even you can't even say uh, if there is a three foot fence in front of you, you cannot get over it. You have to walk around it. That's very strange. Stuff like that. And there's stuff where like there's you press F to open a door, and the door opens, and you walk through it, and then three seconds later, you're teleported back to outside the door, and the door's closed. <laughs> like stuff. Well, it's real you know, funny. it's funny. Is like you said, you press F to open a door, and I swear. The dude walks up to a door, and in front of it, it says this little. It shows this little, <laughs> little where it says "Press F to open the door," and you're like, and you walk through it, and then like he's walking through it, like it, you. It sounds like you're watching this video with me. So the game's oh, yeah. pretty good looking, though. It, it's pretty good looking. <clears throat> it's very realistic. It's based on the Arma series, which is a very realistic looking video game. It's like <clears throat> a real life military type thing. But let me tell you, this game is ridiculous. There's wild stuff that happens in it all the time. I've seen a guy like ramp a motorcycle over a house and jump off, <laughs> land on the balcony of the house and shoot a guy in the back of the head. Like crazy stuff happens all the time. <laughs> there are it's these people working heck, but I as love a it. team. And it's that like you might not see anyone until the circle gets down to 100, <laughs> like 100 feet across. <laughs> I have played in fact the the two games I well no one game I won the second game I won I'd killed like five people before I got there but the first game I won I had seen maybe like three I went like 25 minutes I had only seen three people and I hid in the grass until they went away <laughs> which is a valid strategy <laughs> yeah sure and uh until I got to the very end and I just <laughs> I went prone, shot which is Hogan lying down the on the ground. So I lied down on the ground and made my character crawl into the final circle, <clears> like slowly crawl for about five minutes. And then uh, it came down to just me and one other guy. I had not shot at anyone for the whole game. I had one crappy gun and no gear. Uh, so you didn't have any gear, so you tombstone. Right. So I had, I had one, I had an M16, which I don't like. But this guy who was decked out, he had a trench coat, like giant, you can see the gear that other people have. And he just started throwing grenades. There was a tiny, tiny circle and he started throwing grenades all through the circle because he knew it was just him and me and we were in a field. So there was no trees to hide behind or rocks. So he's like, okay, the other person's just laying down somewhere. (laughs) And while he was throwing a grenade in the other direction, I stood up and shot him in the back of the head and I won the game. It was great. It was one of the best moments of my life. It sounds amazing. I so love that's, that. That's it's this constant pressure because of the moving circle and the like desperate sense of there's always something else to get. Like no matter how well equipped you are, there's always something else you might get. Like maybe I have the best gun in the game, but it's not silenced. Yeah. So, so but what about like so I see in this video right here this guy 
character is uh, cooperating with this girl character. And yeah, you he can seems play on to team. be – I can see the circle or the radius that they're supposed to uh, be approximating. But it seems like he's just hanging out in the same spot for a while. Yeah, um, that's a lot of the game is hiding in a bathroom with a shotgun. <laughs> uh, you, you're, can you see what's on my phone right now? <laughs> swear on everything the guy was in the bathroom with a shotgun no that's I just that's just a uh, that's a that's a pro strat <laughs> that's, that's what that's all why i said that is that is a that is a legit professional strategy <laughs> so it, let's say that uh these people cooperating are they, they're going to cooperate to get their their numbers up a little bit while the game is still not like well, no, super you duper play, tight you can play in squads like if you're in squad mode you can say <clears> okay <throat> me and kyle are on a team if one of us wins we both win the whole time you're on a team the whole time you're not just going to be like well see my thought was maybe they're just saying like hey we're going to get better stats and ranking if we just cooperate for the beginning we'll get better kills and then towards the end then we just you know once it gets maybe that's why tight, i don't win we'll a lot maybe that's other. what all the racists are doing with their voice chat as they're organizing, and I'm sitting there with everything <laughs> muted, like a yeah. normie. And they're like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> they're yelling at you. Come yeah, back. the guy, the guy on the we other side of the bathroom you. door is like, "Are you cool? Are you cool? I'm cool. Let's cooperate." <laughs> and then he opens the door, and I shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> Hey, I know you're in there. Don't shoot me in the face, Don't okay? Don't shoot me in the face. We can cooperate. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a distinct possibility. That so, is hilarious. Um, then you're going to be playing and you're going to think to yourself, <clears throat> you know, maybe this guy on the other side is nice. And right before he opens the door, you unmute it and he's just going, Chode! Chode! <laughs> <laughs> and then you just blow his head off. <laughs> so why is it called player unknown because player unknown is actually it's the handle of a uh guy with who's very well known it it's funny because the name is player unknown but he's very well known in the uh ha <laughs> he's very well known in the modding community and his name is actually brendan so people have started calling it brendan's battlegrounds which i like brendan but he he has been making battle royale brendan. type mods for a ton of games like daisy and uh arma and a bunch of other games brendan h1z1 i think I'm in the bushes because I'm hungover, but never mind that. Hey, Brendan. You want to come with me to see a dead body? I just, I, I, I just shot him in a bathroom. I, th I think he thought I was going to help him. Brendan. 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 I think yours is better than mine. Yeah, I need to. I did, it's been so long since I saw a home videos uh our home movies uh, episode. It's been, it's been ages. Okay, so yeah, you're coming around this video. 
I, I, I think this sounds like a really cool premise. I mean... It is fun. I think you would like you know, it because because Battle Royale. But it's yeah. also, like, pretty hard. Like, the people who play this <clears> game are very good. These racists are very good at this video game. Well, it's like, dude, I've never been great at first-person shooters. Um, right. My, all, all my friends in dental school, you know, we had a Xbox... Uh, regular xbox first generation xbox in um the lounge at school playing halo 2 and just i i mean they were just so much better than me everybody was so good at that game but no matter how much better at a game somebody is than you you can still figure out a way to piss him off. Yeah, that's the <clears throat> best part. <laughs> <laughs> you can still figure out how to piss them off. And uh, that's what I would mainly spend my time doing. You know, respawning and then finding a place where uh, I could just, you know, I don't know, hide or throw like, grenades or something yeah, like, like that. Standing in a, sitting in a bush <clears throat> next to a bridge and shotgunning people off of motorcycles as they try to drive across it. That's pretty fun. <laughs> hey, that one's go, pretty good. Like, or, like they're flying along and then you just shoot them and then they fall down into a chasm. Yeah, you would think the like pile of three <laughs> motorcycles sitting on the other side of the bridge would have somebody off. <laughs> oh my god. Um... <clears throat> That's like uh, me, I, Ezra. Whenever he was, he was on his first soccer team. He's never been super adept at uh, playing soccer. Uh, just you know, he he still likes to play, and he's he's always working on it. But it, it's just something he's had to work at a whole lot. And in his first yeah. season, especially, you know, was not really you know charging forward and 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 trying to uh attack the ball or whatever and so he wanted to score before the end of the season and so they didn't they're not big on like a lot of the rules whenever they're five years old and so offsides isn't really a thing for them so i said if one of those kids on your team who's a lot better like and can just run the ball real fast, gets the ball, just goes stand right next to the goal, behind the goalie. And if that ball gets anywhere close, just tap it into the goal. And he... Price stress. I think that's a Lionel Messi joint. (laughs) You... When he saw that boy, there was this boy that, had a mohawk on his team that was just insane. Of course he just, did. He could just run around all the other kids. I, I don't know what they were giving that boy. His name was probably Julian. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, uh, he, 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 or, or like Damien or something. He could, uh, he, he just run circles around everybody and he would always just take it straight to the goal. And Ezra just remembered what I said he went and got right – I mean his shoulder was touching the pole of like the end of the goal. And the ball came right over there and like the goalie stopped it and it kind of bounced off of him. <clears throat> and Ezra just went boop 
and just kicked it right into the goal with like a little <laughs> sweep and everybody just screamed uh, and all like the, the parents in the other team were pissed off. They were all chanting, Chode, Chode, Chode. I'll talk to you later, man. All right, man. Bye. Peace. This will probably go up in like three months. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. That's just a good timeline. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right.